Shalom, my brother, Rav, the Messiah is Baba Kama Davtes Zion. Today's Dav discusses the Moyadois, uh, what makes an animal a Muad. We discuss uh, Revita being Muad, uh, what, what is the animal uh, Bardulus, and uh, which animals are automatically a Muad, what's a normal way for a lion to kill, and what does it mean to be a Mishale Minhalia, and Vidashin Samsukumanach, linking Lishoinus. We begin with a mission that tells us there are five tams and five muads. Five things that are a muad is when an animal gores, or nudges, bites, crouches, or kicks. Chain is a muad to eat. We expect these damages. Eating things that are normal for it to eat. A regal is a muad to break things as it's walking. A shar is a muad. The damage in Rosh Hashanah. Adam is a muad. And there are certain animals that are automatically damagers. A wolf, a lion, a bear, a leopard, a bardalus, a snake. They're all muad. Rebbe Lazar says that you can domesticate all of them and make them non-muadis. Besides for a snake. A snake is automatically a muad all the time no matter what. Obviously, there's uh, some symbolism here of the snake being uh, the Yetzirah. The, the Gemara tells us, if you're telling me that a shane is muad to eat, right? it's always expected that an animal is going to be eating. Sounds like you're talking about in the Nizik's property. He walks into the Nizik's property and he you know, chomps up his lawn. So when we say that a behemoth is not a muad, He's only paying Chatsi Nezek until he becomes a Muad. L'chayre, this is their Abanan because their Abanan differentiate. They say that when it comes to Karen in the Nizek's property, you only pay Chatsi Nezek. The problem is they're not even agrees with their Abanan. And the Seifa sounds like it's a Ritarfa, not their Abanan. In the Seifa, we said that a Shorham Muad. And a shor that damages in the Nizik's property and Adam. These are all the Muads. This is going like a Ritarfan who says that Karen is unique. It pays Nizik Sholem in the Chatzar Nizik. Hold on. You're going to tell me that the Risha is the Rabbonan and the Seifa is the Ritarfan? We don't like doing that. The Gemara answer is yeah. First answer is that we could just divide it up. In a Hanami, Shmuel told you, Behuda, you sharp one. Leave your learning and come with me. The Reisha is there about in the Seifa Zerbitarfan. Okay. That's a simple enough answer. But Rabbi Lozar, the Rav offers us a second answer. Are we going like the Rabban and Rabbitarfan? Is Karen Bechotzer and Nizak Chatzin as a Gernazak Sholem? So he says, really, it's all Rabbitarfan, then it should be Nizak Sholem. Ah, is what we say in the Reisha? That it was only Chatzin Nizak. That was a special case of. A chatzer, where one person was allowed to keep his pears there, and both other people who shared this chatzer were allowed to keep their shar there, their oxen. Sagabe shar, it's a chatzer anizak, he's allowed to have his oxen there. When it comes to Karen, though, when it comes to Shane, it was the chatzer anizak, because he was the only one who was allowed to have his fruit. That's his property. But when it comes to Karen, it's Rashid Sarabim, they were both allowed to have their oxen there. When Rav Khanna said this over to Rav Zvid and Aridah, he didn't like this. He says, how could he say that the whole thing is a retirement? We, we said that Shane is a muad to eat whatever it's normal to eat. Mashma, whatever it's not normal for it to eat would not be Shane. The thing is a retirement. He says that 
you pay Nezik Sholev in a Nizik's property, Mashma, no matter why you eat. So Elamai, we have a third answer that we could say that everything is really there at Bonon, and we just have to uh, add in some things into Hamishnah with a Chasuri Machsura. Really, what Hamishnah is saying is as follows. There are five Tamim. But if you were to take any of these Tamim and make them into a Muad, then there are five Muads. The Shane and Ragel, they're automatically a Muad. And their Muad is in the Chatzar HaNizuk. Shane and Shasurabim is Potter. Now Ravina asks, we, ask, we, we, we learn later in Chavdalarim Abayz that if, when a shard damages in the Nizuk's property, and we clarified that that was a case where it wasn't Karen. But we have to say that, that, that when, when our Mishnah says the Lashon of Shor HaMazik B'Shosh HaNizuk, it has to be talking about Karen because then we say Ketzad. What's a case? And we say cases of Karen. How could he say that we're possibly talking about Shane and then shift into a Ketzad case of Karen? The statement of damaging in Rishos HaNizuk has to be talking about Shane, not Karen. So Elamai, we have, we have our fourth explanation for the discrepancy with Rabbi Tarfan and the Chachomim. Ravina explains that we have a Chser Machsera, but it's a little different. When we say that there are five, five Tamim, if they become a Muad, then you have five Muads. Shane and Regal are automatically a Muad from the onset. And the case of Muad is a Shar that becomes a Muad. If a shor damages and rishus and nezek, that's a machlokes. So we have an whether it's chatz nezek or nezek shalim. And then there are other muadim which are totally a muad no matter what. That's the the zev that read the day the bridal is the nemer and the nochosh. Someone in this has a, a stira. It's like hold on. First, first of all, the mission says that there are five talmud for muad, five muadim. Ah, there are more. There's the zev that read the nemer bridal is the nochosh. So over there, Ravina were to answer that there's a chesur mechzeron. We formulate the Mishnah that there are five tamim. If they become a muad, then you can have five muadim. Shane and regular are always muad. Shar that becomes a muad makes the list. A shar that damages the shushan is like a machlek as a retirement and there are bonon. And then there are other muadim that are a muad no matter what, including. Now, Mishnah has said that an animal is not a muad to be sitting down on things. We don't expect it to be damaging to sit down on things. So the Gemara, so in the Gemara of Elazar tells us, it's not normal for them to sit down on large things, but little things that is normal. We try to bring a raya because we learned that animals are muad to walk normally and break things as they go. That might not be a riot to us because maybe over there, maybe he was talking about Minhat Sad. Over there, as it's walking and he knocks over things on the side, that's a told of Regel. There's a second way of learning this Sogyo where Belozer says that our mission should not be including Pachin Gedoil in these big containers. That's not normal. Pachin Ketanim, those are normal. And that would be Muad. I. We learned that it's normal for. An animal who sit down on things and break things. So Rebelazah says that's Minat Sad. Okay, that's the second formulation. The third is as a stira that our Mishnah says that it's not a moor to sit to crouch down on things. Either Brisa says that it is, and Rebelazah says it's not a kasha, one's pachin gadol, one's pachin katanim. 
Okay. Now, in our list of uh, intrinsically muad animals, we have a bardalus. What's a bardalus? Rita says it's a nafrazo. And a nafrazo is an ofe, which is some sort of a wild creature. Um, Rebeir asks, shouldn't a be on this list? Rebelozer said a, said a snake. Rebelozer said that a tzavua is an ofe. It's, it's, it's a wild animal. So the Gemara says that there are different tzavuas. There's a tzavua, which is a zohar, and one's a tzavua in a keva. The automatic muad one in our Mishnah, that's the zohar. Rabbi Yosef's tzavua was in a keva. Or rather, that's the one that Rabbi Yosef said was the ofe, was the wild one. But Rav Meir, was talking about a tzavua, which is in a keva, that's not as wild. We have a Bryce that discusses this tzavua. The male tzavua, after seven years, it turns into an atleif, this type of a bat. And, a, and a, we're assuming that we're talking about after it dies. And this atleif, after seven years, turns into an arpad. And arpad, after seven years, turns into a kimush. Kimush, after seven years, turns into a chuach. And a chuach, after seven years, turns into a shade. The Gemara also, this price also says that the spine of a person, after seven years, turns into a snake. But that's only if he didn't bow down by moidim. Maharal says that by moidim we are being moidim to Hashem, we're lowering ourselves and being machria. Um, if we don't do that, then Hashem takes that spine and lowers it into the status of a nachash. Uh, a nachash is was lowered from its status after the chait. Now we bring our mayor. He says that the tzavua is also a wild animal. And Rabbi Lazar says, even a snake. Uh, what do you mean, even a snake? Armistice said that Rabbi Lazar says that you can de- domesticate every animal besides for a snake. And Echanami, take out the af. Rabbi Lazar says a snake. And Rabbi Lazar holds that the other ones are muadim. But they are tameable. Now we learn a little bit about the uh, temperament of a lion. Shmuel says that a lion in Rishus Rabin, if it tramples an animal and eats it, it's potter because that's normal. That's Shane and Shane Rishus Rabin is potter. But if he tears it apart and eats it, that's damaging. That's Karen. When he steps on it, that's like him eating vegetables. Samara so says, hold on, Shmuel. You're telling me that when the animal, when the lion tears it apart, it's trifle, that's not normal. The Pesach says, Are ye be a day It tears up animals for its young. Yeah, the Gemara says that is when he's doing it for his young, but he doesn't stand to it to eat. And when the Pesach says, For his wife, the lion will strangle, but that's not normal. That's not how he eats. And when the Pesach says, That's for its stash when he's... Uh, Storing food. That's for it's my but not typical lion eating habits. I, the Brysa says, when Chaya goes into the Chatzar Nizak and tears up an animal and eats its meat, he has to pay Nezek Sholem, not Chatzi Nezek. You see that it's not Karen. This is a, a, a chain issue. This seems like Trefa is normal. Again, the Gemara says this is where the lion came in to put it aside. He wasn't eating it. When it, that's why it was Shane. But if he would be really eating it, then he wouldn't have torn it up. He would have trampled it. Uh, he, the Bryce has said before that he went on and, and ate it. 
Yeah, he changed his mind in the middle. How do you know if he changed his mind in the middle? How do you, how do you know? Maybe he intended on eating it the whole time. And maybe by small also, maybe he had just changed his mind. So if Nachman Yitzchak answers, that we could we divide that brace into two. When the animal, the lion, he tore up the animal in the Rosh Hashanah and put it aside, or if he trampled it and ate it, in either one of those cases, in Sham Nezik Shalim, both of those are normal ways that an animal deals with his prey. While he's eating it, he tramples it, and when he's putting it aside, he'll tear it apart. Ravina answers that by Shmuel, he says that it's only normal for an animal to trample it while he's eating. That was a tamed lion. That was Shitas Rebbe Lazar. That's why if he tore it up, he's going to be a chayiv. That's not normal. Uh, then if he trampled it, he should still be chayiv nezek shalem. Chatsi nezek. If this is, wasn't a typical shame, this was a Karen issue. And Echanami is a tamah because he was domesticated, but she still be chayiv chatsi nezek. Elamai, Ravina wasn't going in Shmuel's statement. He was talking about the Brysa. And he was saying that the Brysa was talking about where it was domesticated according to Belazar. Where it was irregular. Aye, then he should be paying Chatzin Ezek. It was already a Moor lion. It was a Moor Chaya. Seems to have been undomesticated. The only issue that we're left with is in the Brysa. It should have said... It is a told of Karen, not a told of Shane. Why is it talking about Shane if we're talking about an animal that became a Muad? It should have been in the Karen category. And that the Gemara leaves with the Kasha. In the next mission, we learn what is the difference between a Tom and a Muad? Well, a Tom pays Chatzin Ezek and no more than the damaging animal's worth, Migufoy. And a Muad pays Nezek Shalem, Minho Aliyah. The Gemara asks, what does Minho Aliyah mean? The Belazer says, it means from the best of his property. We find this by Chizkiyo. It says, Vayishkav Chizkiyo im Avoiso, Vayikabru Bemalek Hivre David. They buried him in the, the, the best burial plot. The Belazer says, Bemaila means next to the Next to family, uh, a.k.a. David and Shlomo. When the Pesach says, By Asa, also a good king, What were these Besomim and Zodim? We're already on a little bit of a tangent here. So Besomim are spices. And Zodim, Rabbi Lazar says, are also these types of spices. Zini, Zini. Ben says, that these spices were so powerful that anyone who would smell them would shift into Yidezima, uh, the promiscuity. We bring another Pasuk, Gabi Burials, by Yirmiyo. It says, Ki koru upachim tomno leragli. That his, his enemies were digging a trap in front of him by his feet. Yirmiyo was always giving them musr. And the Balazar explains that they were choyshed him as a zoyna, uh, to, to, have, to have slept, slept with a Zayna, Shmuel Benachmini says to have slept with an Ish, Ish. They, uh, if you want to get the, the person who's giving you Musr to be quiet, you, you put him under suspicion. Now, to say that he, that they were tiny, he was with a Zayna that were, fits with the Pasuk of Kishoycha Amuka Zayna. Because you see that Shoycha is associated with Znus. But where do they get that Ish, that, that they were claiming he slept with an Ish, Ish? What does that have to do with the lotion of Shoycha? That they were digging shoicha in front of him, this pit. But the Gemara says uh, simply that, you know, Eshesish is a form of znos. According to the Mandamaru, says that they were 
casting rumors that he slept with an Ashes Ish. That explains the Pasuk of Yato Hashem Yedato has called Atzosam Alai Lomos. But if the whole thing was a Zoina, then what, what's the Lomos? There's not. Elamai, the Gemara explains that they literally threw him into a cement pit. This wasn't even a metaphor. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.